Okay, my friends. So today we are reading a story called The Invisible Boy. This was written by Trudy Ludwig and it's illustrated by Patrice Barton. And it's read today by Mommy and... What's your name? It's hard to say. He's thinking... And... Meep! Wait, wait. An axolotl? Oh, you're an axolotl again! I like that. You've been an axolotl before. I'm very happy you are with me today. Are you ready to go? Yeah. So the thing about this story is we're all starting to um, go back and be in a classroom. And I want you to be on the lookout for the invisible boy, okay? I want you, my friends who are listening, and you, my little axolotl, to be the kid who makes the difference. You ready? Here we go. Can you see Brian, the invisible boy? Even Mrs. Carlotti has trouble noticing him in her classroom. She's too busy dealing with Nathan and Sophie. In the picture we can see Nathan is, what is he doing? Can you describe it? Yeah, he's waving his hands and he's opening his mouth really big and he's, it looks like he's yelling, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Sophie's also, she's got a hand up, and she's crying, and she's making a big fuss. These two kids are making a lot of noise. And all the other kids are kind of watching and listening and talking amongst themselves. But Brian, he's standing there very quietly. And he's almost invisible. Nathan has problems with what Mrs. Carlotti calls volume control. He uses his outside voice inside too much. Maybe he does, I don't know. Sophie whines and complains when she doesn't get her way. Nathan and Sophie take up a lot of space. Brian doesn't. You see, these two kids, they make the whole classroom look at them. And so nobody can see Brian. When the bell rings for recess, Micah and JT take turns choosing kids for their kickball teams. The best players get picked first. Then the best friends of the best players. Then the friends of the best friends. Only Brian is left, still waiting and hoping. But he's not yelling. He's just standing there politely waiting. Hmm. 
JT glances in Brian's direction and just as quickly looks away. We've got enough players for each team, he tells the others. Let's play ball! Uh-oh. Did Brian get picked? Do you think that hurts his feelings? How would you feel if you didn't get picked? No, you wouldn't feel good. In the cafeteria, Madison and her friends talk about her birthday party. The rope swing over the pool was awesome, says JT. Yeah, so is the water slide, adds Fiona. That was the best pool party ever. I'm so glad you guys had fun, says Madison. Everybody did, except Brian. He wasn't invited. Oh dear, how must that hurt? That must be awful to know that everyone had a party but you didn't get to go to it because you didn't get invited. Whenever I have a party, I try really hard to not talk about it in front of people who didn't get invited because I don't want their feelings to be hurt. At choosing time, while the other kids play board games and read, Brian sits at his table doing what he loves to do best. He draws fire-breathing dragons scaling tall buildings. And in the picture we can see there's a tall building and there's a man leaning out the window. And what does he have? giant stick with a marshmallow on it and then the top of the building is the fire breathing dragon and he's blowing fire down onto that man's marshmallow and the man says toasting my marshmallow thank you for toasting <laughs> and then he draws space aliens locked in intergalactic battles and there goes one of the ships and attached to it as a little alien saying, I got you now. And he draws greedy pirates digging for treasure. And ooh, they found one in his drawing. There's a pirate and his treasure. And inside of the treasure is, can you read this word? Crackers. Arr. And the bird, the parrot on it says, yay. <laughs> you know, sometimes pirates have parrots. Okay. Then he also draws superheroes with the power to make friends wherever they go. And here comes the superhero. He's got like red hair and some glasses on and he's got a big B on his chest. And he says, hi. And here's a person standing next to him who says, hi friend, have a cookie. Wow, I wish I had a superhero power that made people give me cookies. <gasps> On Monday morning, Mrs. Carlotti introduces Justin, a new student, to the class. Brian smiles shyly at him, and some of the other kids sneak looks at Justin, trying to figure out if he's cool enough to be their friend. 
they haven't quite made up their minds yet. At lunch, Madison and JT watch Justin eat with chopsticks. What's that? Asks Madison as she points at Justin's food. It's bulgogi, he says. But what? Uh-oh, JT's not so sure what it is. Um, but he's going to explain it to them. Bulgogi, it's Korean barbecue beef. My grandma made it for me. It's really good. Do you want to try some? But I don't think that JT understands. And he says, there's no way I'd eat boogergi. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't say boogergi. He said bulgogi. And it's delicious. And if he doesn't try it, he's missing out. Well, the kids laugh. All of them, that is, except Ryan. He sits there wondering which is worse, being laughed at or feeling invisible. So the next day, when Justin goes to his cubby to put away his backpack, he notices a piece of paper with his name on it. And it's, it, there's a note and some artwork. And it says, Justin, I thought the bulgogi looked good. Brian. And then he drew a picture of himself trying the bulgogi. And way to go, Brian. That was super kind. At morning recess, Brian finds a piece of chalk on the ground and starts drawing away. You're, you're Brian, right? Yeah. Thanks for the note. So who came right up and talked with him? Justin. Hey, Justin. Emilio calls out from the tetherball court. You're up next. Uh, sorry, I gotta go, says Justin. By the way, that's a really cool drawing, he adds before taking off. And it is true. Whoa, what has Brian been drawing? That looks like a T-Rex, maybe, don't you think? Back in class, Mrs. Kailati asks the kids to team up into twos or threes for a special project. The kids scurry around the room to pair off. Brian heads towards Justin. I'm already with Justin, says Emilio. Find someone else. Brian looks at the floor, wishing that he could draw a hole right there to swallow him up. And himself. Because now he, Emilio told him to to go find somebody else to be friends with, but he really liked Justin and wanted to be his friend. But listen to what, listen to what Justin says. He says, Mrs. Carlotti said we can have up to three people in our group. We're only two. Come on, Emilio. Let's let him work with us. <gasps> wow, that was really kind. Okay, I guess, says Emilio. So now they have three in their group. And I would like to point out something that happened when 
Justin did that. Thus far in the pictures of this book, we've noticed that Brian is what? Black and white. He has no color to him at all. And then he, and then he mm-hmm. a little bit of his color. Mm-hmm. But when Justin included him in their group, he he became colorful. And look, he's even more colorful on the next page. Mrs. Carlotti gives the kids the class directions for the project. Your assignment is to work together to write a story about what you see in that photograph. And so she gives them a photograph. And she says, use your imagination and have fun. Whoa, cool, says Emilio. What kind of people do you think live in houses like that? I don't know, but I bet Brian could draw them to go with our story says Justin because he noticed that Brian is an artist and is a person who likes to draw. So Brian smiles as he takes out his lucky pin. And then we get to see them working. They look at the picture and they start to work. And then they create a story. And here's part of the story. We get to read a little bit of it. And it says, narrator, hi, I'm the narrator. And if you're wondering why a pirate got the part of the narrator, I'll tell you. It's all in the agent. Well, now on with the tale. And we can see that he's, the narrator is dressed up like a pirate. He's got a, a pirate patch over his eye, an eye patch. And so they say, the crooked story we made up on the spot. And it looks like their story has a dinosaur and a shark and all kinds of strange things going on inside of it. At lunchtime again, Brian's least favorite part of the day, another 20 long minutes of kids talking and laughing with everyone else but him. Brian! He hears someone shout. Hey, Brian, over here! Brian turns and sees Justin waving him to come over. Emilio nods at Brian and makes room for him at the table. Well, maybe, just maybe, Brian's not so invisible after all. And look at how wonderful his friend Justin is. He has something. What does he have? cookies mm-hmm. and he says cookie and hands it to Brian who says thanks oh yay Brian what a great friend I am so so happy that they all made friends mm. so I have a question for you can you think of people in your in your school or in your class who might be invisible and what can you do to help make them not feel that way you think you can do something what can you do to make them feel valued or appreciated Mm, that's a very fun question I want you to make it your goal this year to find a friend and to make them your new friend and that my friends 
is the end.